So, welcome back to Barn Banter with Cowboy Andy, the podcast for kids musicians by a kids musician. <laughs> and today, I have a very special guest. I want to chat with this person about technology, technology that I don't fully understand. However, I suspect a lot of those partners of mine out there, I'm going to plug as many cheesy cowboy ranch style references into this podcast as possible, hopefully just to annoy my guest. We'll see if by the end, if I actually can get him to be annoyed. <laughs> I don't think so, <laughs> but maybe. So here's the deal. Let's say I'm going to put on my, I'm going to put on my movie voice in a world, right? In a yes. world where suddenly all your gigs have vanished. You're not sure how you're going to continue to promote yourself as a musician for children and kids and families. And you find yourself having to jump cannonball style into the deep end of technology. Are you ready? Do you know? Okay, this is totally stupid. So the truth of it is, <laughs> this is, okay, well, but here's the thing. I'm making light of it because uh, humor is kind of helping. But the truth is, a lot of people right now are, have lost income. And with that comes an opportunity to try and uh, reach out to their fans in a different way. Uh, what I've noticed is that a lot of folks are putting together live shows, live streams, trying to figure out the technology. There are several platforms available. There's many different ways to do this. I am not that keen on doing it. I don't really know how. And my particular, my specific audience base doesn't necessarily lend itself to seeing me do live shows like this. But to a lot of other folks, it's, it's, it's mission critical. And it's mission critical for kids, too, and families, that they can still connect with their favorite celebrities and bands and performers out there. It's a, it's a good thing. So this podcast is about best tips, tricks, best practices, suggestions on how you maybe can set up doing a live stream on social medias for your, your fan base. And so... With that really ridiculously long extended intro, please welcome to the barn, my new good friend. Yes. <laughs> Travis Yost. Hello, Travis. Woo! Okay. Oh, I am excited. I am, we are living in a very different time. I'm tired of the word weird and strange because okay. those two, those two words, um, those two words allude to that this may be okay sooner than later. It might not be. We might be. Let's say I've prepared my existence to be in front of my phone camera and a microphone uh, for the rest of my life. I'm ready. Okay. And this is an important thing to to jump in here because you, uh, first, you live here in Missoula, Montana with, with me. Well, we don't yes. live together, but we both live no, in no, Zoom. No. <laughs> it's, it's weird that we're using Zoom to have this meeting and podcast because we're in the same room. We are. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. No. Uh, but uh, you are a professional musician who has played out there with your guitar, singer-songwriter style. Now, granted, you don't play for uh, specifically for children and families, but you do play a lot of the breweries and taverns where families come and congregate. You play uh, covers, originals. You've been in a ton of bands. You've got some fantastic uh, albums out there. We may even throw a song off of uh, your recent release at the end of this podcast. Ooh. Well, you know, yeah. just, to, just to do that, you get to pick the song. <laughs> I love it. And what you what what made me think that you would be a really good person to talk to about this particular subject was two things. First, 
your income as far as playing in taverns and breweries has gone away. Totally. Yeah. And you quickly, as far as I could tell in my social media group, became someone who's like, I'm going to turn the camera on and I'm going to get my guitar and I'm going to make things happen. And just recently, this last weekend, a local, a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, organized a thing called Sequester Fest, where for yeah. 12 hours, all these local musicians who either full-time or, or hobby musicians, singer-songwriters, each got uh, 15, 20 minutes, half hour, I don't know, like, uh, for an entire uh, day. An hour. Everybody, everybody got an hour. Everybody got an hour. That's okay. Yeah, 12, 12 performers, uh, 12 hours. Yeah. Oh, man. Yes. And we ran into exactly what we're talking about, which was these are all seasoned musicians, awesome performers, um, people who... When you go see them live, it's flawless, and they're awesome, 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 awesome. Um, and the probably uh, ten of the twelve had never sat in front of a phone and recorded a video, and not never, but for the sake of this conversation, pretty much never. And it brought up a, an interesting discussion <laughs> of. Well, how do I do this? How do I do this? And there's a thousand different ways to do it, seemingly, but getting getting them to do it the simplest way possible that sounded the best, and also uh, ignoring some of the sounds the best, quote unquote, type ideals was really important. Like, no, just get yourself in front of people, in front of an audience, which is which was there. And it's probably a bigger audience than any of us have ever played for in some ways. Mm -hmm. And the other part that was really interesting was not particularly with that group, but a lot of people, it's the, the thought of that this is just for now. This is just a passing phase. And uh, it's not. This live streaming has been going on for years. I've been live streaming gigs for the last at least four years. Where, and, and truth be told, I live stream gigs because I'm playing a gig where nobody's watching and I need an audience. So I use the internet to find an audience. And uh, I thought it was fun then, but I got, I got the um, emotional value out of having the little screen sitting there, having little hearts flash and people comment. I got, I got the audience reaction, which emotionally was everything I needed at that time. And so when this came up where, oh, we're not even allowed to leave the house and where the first couple gigs started to drop off and I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to get online and do a live show because in my brain, I'm thinking, oh, I'm missing that chance to be in front of people by not having those gigs. Also, yeah, I'm losing the money, but really I'm losing the chance to be a performer and, and get quote unquote exposure, the worst word on earth. <laughs> but you know what? I get to decide when exposure is valuable or not. So I use that for that. I like I use the internet just to give me that my fix, my mm -hmm. performance fix. And uh it turns out uh it's pretty fun. Uh and and it and it gives me that emotional value that I need. Also, it turns out we should all, and I'm guilty of this as well, Everyone should be making videos and putting them on YouTube or Facebook 
because it's the best, easiest promotion there is. Mm -hmm. Like the the if, you, if if the only video you have of your band was shot from forty feet away on a phone by somebody at a bar or wherever, and the sound quality is bad and the video is only thirty seconds long and it's shaky, that's not a promo video. That is that's that's like the without being crass, that's amateur hour. That's like, oh, well, here's my promo video uh, that my friend took and I downloaded it off of Facebook or or even worse, sending the Facebook link to your friend's page that's <laughs> to the promoter to show that you, oh, see, I have a band. No, no, we all have this technology in our pocket. This, <laughs> this is... By far, for most people, this is the most powerful computer they've ever even seen, let alone owned. Mm -hmm. And you have it. You have the ability to do it. And you can do it as simply as possible and still get great results and have something. And so my goal for this time started as, oh, well, I'm just going to upload a YouTube video every day. I'm going to put every single song I've ever written on YouTube. Plus, I'm going to work my way through all my favorite covers and I'm going to, I'm going to keep firing this off until a, I don't have time because hopefully I'm back to playing gigs or then I have this catalog for people to dig through. If, if there's my two fans that are excited <laughs> to see all their favorite songs, I, they're, they're there. And also it only meant that it, it, it served another purpose where I was paying for my, uh, I was paying for Sonic bits. I think Sonic Bids is great for an EPK, an electronic press kit, if you will. Uh, I think it's great, um, but I'm paying for it when I can just have a website that I'm already paying for and have my clips there and force uh, a promoter or a fan and force them into seeing what I want them to see. Mm -hmm. And I'm already paying for that website, but I don't have the videos that I felt were like, oh, I don't know. This video is kind of dumb. I don't want to put it up there. Well, now I have 20 to choose from and they're there and it's a simple website and it like uh, the, the blessing of all of this, I'm not saying coronavirus is a blessing for, for, for <laughs> before, before that email comes in. I'm not, but the blessing of, of having to stay home and sit with my, sit with my YouTube machine because you can tell that as technologically uh, savvy as I am, it's still my YouTube machine. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely, uh, definitely going to use some time and make a sticker that says that <laughs> yes. so that I can yeah. put that on my thing. Um, uh, T-shirts, T-shirts are coming. Uh, yes. I can't wait. I'm the YouTube machine. Also, my my YouTube channel is the Missoula Hit Machine. I know. Yeah, that's. <laughs> 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 so stupid and also yeah i know okay so then there's the other side of it where like you got to take this very seriously you have to this is your life this is your career this is all your art you have to take this so seriously and then the other side of that is no this is a chance for this is oh i just i can't believe how important this moment is where you live stream say you get like 30 people watching those are 30 people that are genuinely staring at your face and yes they can click away any second they can 
they can do whatever they want. They they can uh, they might be watching a movie at the same time and not even listening to your audio. Great, but uh, for the most part, they're actually looking at what you're doing and valuing what you're doing. And it's probably for some of those thirty people, even though they've come and seen you play shows, it might be the first time they've ever sat and watched you. Listen to the lyrics participated at that new at that different level and you know wrapping this back into the idea of children children with um with their tablet sitting there if you're broadcasting to children and you've got that one-on-one connection there's a large contingent of the population and i'm kind of part of them that's like man kids have too much screen time i don't know if it's healthy or not and now suddenly we're in this position where Screen time is the window to the world that you're not allowed to be in right now. And it's so, our only content. And so there's this for kids musicians in my genre, which may be a little bit different than your genre because you, you know, because you, you play for uh, the grownups more. But in my side, what I see is I see a lot of musicians out there who have a fan base. They were doing library gigs twice a month or they were going yeah. to preschools. They have basically students. There's some, a lot of teachers out there. And now they're like, oh my God, I have to shift all of this. A local uh, musician that I know, that you know, um, has contracts that they have to fulfill for daycares. Yeah. And if they just default because they can't do this, that's a, that's a bummer for them. It's a bummer for the, for the, for the you know, preschool. But it's a really big bummer for the kids who for the last yes. year have been sitting there learning these songs and and engaged in that relationship. And now suddenly you can have this intimate one-on-one experience, even if you're doing it with 1,200 kids around the yeah. world who are tuned in. Pivoting then to this idea is like, well, how do you do it well? Yes. There's a couple different platforms out there that you can use pros and cons with this and we can get deep into the technology if you want to or we can stay pretty high level you released a video which i shared and so maybe some people who are listening to this maybe uh, had an opportunity to see it but it was basically you walking through showing your setup yeah and and how it works 99 percent of the kids musicians out there are single acoustic guitars this is how they're going to do it from dan yeah. zanes to me you know like we can take our set we can do it that way and so with that in mind, let's start at the beginning. Yeah. How would you go about setting up a home studio? Yeah. And then let's get into then we'll, how you broadcast it, maybe how you monetize it, and then we'll get into other platforms. You cool? Yeah. Do it. Do it. Okay. So the first step that I, I run into with everything I do in my home studio, it's only a home studio because my entire home is a studio. Not that I have a studio in my home. Well, what that means is everything that is in here is uh, possibly in the way (laughs) for like normal life. Everything's in the way, everything. And and it's a big space for by most standards, but it's also a, there's a problem where for me, setup is the killer of creativity. That's I, I can't stress how if it takes me a ha- like if I come up with an idea for a video or I just come up with an idea for anything, uh, if I then have to set up mics, stands, mixer, recording interface, cables, and have to do all that, 
and say that takes 30 minutes. Then I got to sound check and make it sound good. That takes another five minutes. Then I got to like, you know, relax and try to perform after I was just a tech for a half an hour. I have to relax and try to perform and say I only had an hour, which even at this time where we're all trapped in our house and some people aren't even going to their jobs, the idea of having an hour free, especially mm -hmm. if you're recording an hour where there's not anything happening in the house, where you get to have good audio and less distraction. If you only have an hour and you burn 35 minutes of it getting set up, boo, boo, <laughs> you, you've already lost. You, you're, you've lost 35 minutes of your time. And so everything in my, we joke that the studio is all modular which has bled into the rest of the house where everything's on a cart. Everything's on a cart. The TV setup is on a cart. And so when it's TV time, push the coffee table out. And it, granted, I'm not even living in a, like a studio apartment. This is a regular size house. Push the coffee table, which is also on wheels. Push the coffee table out, watch TV. Move the coffee table, put the TV to the side. Grab the drum carpet, pull the drum carpet out, whatever. Mm -hmm. all these things to where then when you are performing you're not you're not crunched in a corner also you know when you're performing and trying to get a video done and oh wait i need a tuner and you stand up really quickly and you run to grab the tuner and you knock everything over mm -hmm. that's all to be avoided from now on from now on efficiency is king efficiency is the key to creativity setup is the killer so I got a couple carts that weren't being used because I got extra carts laying around. Did you go to Carts R Us? No, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Ikea online, free delivery. Free delivery from Ikea.com for like everything. You can get a couch delivered to your house for free. Anyway, um, so uh, support local. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> so I took one of the carts and I had two mic stands that the bases were broken. And I took those got the bass off of them, zip tied them to the cart. So I have my phone, which there's a nifty little uh, adapter that threads onto your mic stand and then holds your phone. So I have a phone stand because you, you all need to stop filming your videos from waist level. That needs to stop. We gotta, we gotta get the camera up because that's the first thing on quality is Come on, come on. Don't make it look like your phone was laying on the couch because that's the only thing it looks like. Then I got another mic stand that's holding another, uh, a mic that is my vocal mic. And then I have a guitar uh, cable that's running into a mixer. Any mixer will do. And that is giving me a little guitar signal. Boom. Everything's done. It's on a cart with wheels. Everything's strapped to the cart. I can push it into any room. I can. Uh, fold the mic stands down and push it into a corner so that it's not in the way. But also it means that it's easy for me to change my background, which I, I don't know why I stress so hard about background and videos, but I do. There's, there's this thing that's like, I know that when you walk into your bedroom and you think, Oh, I got a cool bedroom. But then when you set up a camera and point it at your bedroom, it might not look as cool in that frame. Also, I don't know, make your bed, do stuff like that. Like do little things and decomplicate your background. You don't have to find a white wall and sit in front of it. You just have to have something cool. And remember, every 
buddy turns into a troll on the internet for good or for worse. And even kids, I, I just had a comment on a video from a parent that their kids said, uh, why is there, uh, <laughs> why is, why is there a giant pickle in the back of your, in your kitchen? And I was like, uh, well, that's not a giant, that's, well, it is a giant pickle. That's pickle Rick. And I realized, oh, that's just distracting. That doesn't need to be there. Right? It just takes me two seconds to move it out of the way. No, so no pickle Rick. I'm taking <laughs> No, no, always put a pickle Rick. In always your video. put pickle That's Rick. The hit. Okay, so that way, that way, when you're when you're tagging the video on YouTube, you get to tag Pickle Rick, and suddenly there's a whole bunch of people watching it for no reason. And then the mixer runs into an interface, and it runs into my phone. It's all simple, easy. There are uh, <laughs> many different levels of technology out there. A lot of people who are musicians, they have a guitar at their house. Yep. They have a phone. Yep. And that's all they've got right now. And that's all they, they need. You are someone who's very, uh, who wants to get the best sound quality out of your gear for yep. any application. And you and I have talked about this before. When you mix an album, you listen to it in the car, you listen to it through the good headphones, you listen to it through the crappy headphones, you listen to it across the room, so that you basically, you understand how that sound sonically is going to translate in any given environment. Right yeah. now, we're dealing with speakers on tablets and maybe mm -hmm. some and some earbuds or some little kid headphones, that sort of thing. So yeah. this is this this is the universe that we have to live in now. And if all you have is your acoustic guitar or your ukulele and your phone in your living room, you're in Manhattan. You're not going anywhere. And not going you, anywhere. You have two kids. One of them's taking a nap. The other one is in the other room having a snack, and you have. 30 minutes to, to do a live feed. Yeah. How do you get the best out of those ingredients? Those ingredients. Um, I automatically would default to the couch uh, because that is a big, fluffy, sound absorbing source or source, a source of sound absorption where you're sitting there. You're already, your goal is to always reduce the room noise because the room noise is what, like, I'm using my phone right now, and I'm sure you can hear some of my kitchen coming through. Oh, yeah. My goal is to get rid of that because that's what makes it, not only what makes it look unprofessional, which is a, a stupid word to use, but grain of salt, uh, makes it look, it doesn't look as slick, and it doesn't sound as slick. So I use the couch. If that's all you have and you literally don't even have a tripod, fix, again, figure out a way to get not only to get the phone at eye level for the purposes of the view, you know, to see your beautiful face and not see your beautiful chin, but to also it gets your phone where your vocal is right up near the phone. Mm -hmm. And depending on your audience, uh, the guitar, which if you're sitting, there's only a foot, a foot and a half difference between your guitar sound hole and your voice. So you're getting pretty much the best possible mix, and by putting the phone more towards your or more uh, at the level of your face and not your guitar, you're probably getting a solid vocal to guitar mix. Is if your guitar is loud enough, ukulele, those are both loud enough to you know to, and it's just like you're sitting there, you're you're self mixing anyway. So you get your big sound your big sound couch absorption. <laughs> 
which is going to be the new thing. That's going to be the new trend in studios. They're not going to use the, they're not going to use the sound absorption panels anymore. They're just going to have seven couches in the studio. Perfect. Lots of work is going to get done in those studios. So you do that. And I, I've seen a, I've seen a ton of videos, like, and I do mean a ton, where people pile up uh, like three feet of books and prop their iPad or their iPhone or Android device and prop it on uh, the book pile, mm -hmm. and that's enough. That's that's more than enough. And getting the good sound is just first of all before you have to do your live stream, sit and make videos on just using the regular video app and sit and go back and listen to it, A, B it and say, okay, well, this is where I played the guitar louder. Okay. Now I'm playing the guitar softer. Okay. Now I'm moving this, I'm moving the phone higher. I'm moving the phone lower by any of those things and make a little video so that you can hear the differences. You can hear what it sounds like. Also just to double check that you're not blowing out the phone in case you're a loud singer or to find out, wow, I'm a really quiet singer. Mm -hmm. uh, I need to, I need to either play softer or whatever. You, uh, there should, there should be a lot of. This is a time of self-analyzation anyway. So let's let's say instead of analyzing your uh, <laughs> your personal life and your uh, your your hopes and dreams, let's put those on the on the back burner for a second and just analyze the way you perform because you're going to see it. You're going to, you get to see exactly what they get to see. And the other thing I recommend highly as far as uh, this, this setup um, with just a phone and a guitar or ukulele, say a mandolin. Um, <laughs> don't use a mandolin. Any of you <laughs> using mandolins out there? Reconsider. I'm just joking. What? So, uh, <laughs> well, and just so joking. ends the podcast with Travis Yost. I don't know what he's got against my mandolin, but I'm done with him. For no, sorry. Yeah, and how dare you? Please don't edit that out. That was that was a, that was a hot tip, hot take from Trav. Oh no, this is live. So, um, uh, uh, what we were saying, uh, um, um. Self-analyzation, mandolin. Oh no, I forgot where I was. Oh, no, no, no. Pick it up. No, because we were talking about if uh, this is the chance you get to review it, you get to oh, like yeah. get into it. Uh, the the for the sake of your own sanity. Now, participating with your audience on a live stream is the most important thing. It's really it's really weird to watch a live stream where someone where it's where it's more like a security camera where it's more like security camera footage mm -hmm. where they don't even know that it's like they don't know they're being filmed and they're just sitting there and not reacting and not participating but um on the other side having the screen in front of you that is having little like button little like uh balloons and little heart uh balloons floating across the screen plus comments are coming in and you can see and this is facebook related and you can see all the little comments coming in as you go it's really hard to concentrate and you need to interact but while you're singing you don't need to interact that is that is that is not it's not impossible but it's also like it's just really hard to do that. So what I do is we all have, come on, we all have a, a phone and a laptop or a phone and a tablet, right? Maybe. Um, <laughs> yes. So I take the phone and I use, uh, I get the live stream set up and I get the angle right and all that. 
I use the, uh, I don't use the selfie camera. I use the um, forward-facing camera, if that's what it's called, the main camera. Um, the good camera. And the good, and so, yes, so you're getting better quality video, which is always going to be good. Uh, you're getting the lack of distraction from seeing what's going on as you go. And it allows you to not accidentally watch yourself on the screen, which is also weird and distracting. And you just focus on the little camera lens whenever you want to make eye contact. It's right there. You just focus on that. And then I take my tablet, which just happens to be an iPad. I take the uh, I take the tablet. I don't want any. Uh, I don't want any. We're so uh, we're gonna get sued. It's like yeah, so, I, don't want, like, I, yeah. I don't want any discussions on which one is better because none of them are better. They all do the same thing. Um, I take my iPad and I put it down uh, towards or I put it underneath the camera so that between songs I can go look through. Also, then I'm not scrolling through the comments with my finger right next to the camera that I'm trying to use. I'm scrolling down here and looking and making eye contact and, and, and reacting to what people are saying and saying hi to people. And then I go into the next song and that, and, and the way I'm, and just so that it answers that question, uh, I am not using any fancy uh, app to mirror, like to mirror my uh, iPhone to my iPad. I'm literally on Facebook on my iPad just watching the live feed as it goes by, mm -hmm. which serves another purpose. A, I can make sure it's still working. I can see if it freezes. I can see if something bad happens. But also, I can see it. And if I want to look down and make sure I'm still in frame, oh, I'm still in frame. It's right there. Great. Perfect. Um, and then I can still interact. That, uh, that is, that's, about, that's as simple as it gets. And, and I added the little extra thing where there's the, the extra tablet, but that'll save you so much in the end. Uh, uh, save you so much like heartache of trying to deal with your phone. Also, your phone is probably propped on two books, and if you touch it, it'll fall over. So don't, don't. Also, just get yourself a tripod. <laughs> come on, come on, we're in this for the... We're in this forever. Like even if even if we all get to go play gigs again, just get a little tripod, the little Joby Gorilla Pods, and then then later when we're not in this and we're gigging, you can strap it to a stand and live stream from a gig. It's fun. Uh -huh. um, it's it's well, a good idea. And um, the mixer that we use for the band is uh, it's one of those Wi-Fi mixers. You know, uh -huh. and you control it from a tablet so that you can do yes. sound check, wander around that sort of thing, and. You know, Sweetwater uh, went there when I bought it, and in the real, um, people who bought this mixer also bought category is like a little clamp that has a, and it doesn't even fit into the microphone threads. It can just yeah, clamp just onto anything, and so there you go. That totally, that's that's what I use, and it, yeah, I, I usually hook it to a mic stand because I have a lot of them around when I'm gigging. Yeah. Uh, but it could hook to pretty much anything. It could hook to um, a curtain rod or anything. Yes. And, and again, that idea, get the camera. Please do do landscape. Landscape. Do landscape. landscape. Um, and get it above your, your, your head, you know, the classic selfie looking up at the camera. We all yeah. look a little bit better. We project vocally a little bit better when we're yeah. looking up. And it gives you the chance then, if you have that iPad, 
to your point and you want to check comments, you look down and then you look up and you talk yep. and you look down. And it's a, it's a much more natural exchange, which part of this, I think, is we want that sort of authenticity. 100%. It's, it's a lot to ask people who have spent their career um, avoiding phone technology and relying on video production to with experts. Like, oh, I need a video. Okay, well, I'm going to hire somebody. And they're going to edit it and they're going to take care of it. Now suddenly you have to... And this is the, the next point to, that I want to I want to ask you about because you do I, because I've I've watched your life performances and you and I've noticed this about you. You do a really good job of framing your performance in yeah. the phone, and I've seen a few performers, children's performers, where I'm like, dude, you're all the way across the room, and oh you, yeah, you, you may be doing a song, you may be doing a. Uh, a dance thing where you want kids to dance and that sort of thing. But if I can see your knees, you're too far away. And it then yeah. the whole reverb of the, of the room comes in and it's just, yeah. you know, it's, it's a little, it's often, it's just a little screen for little, yeah. you know, so you talk, talk to that because that's something that I think you do actually really well. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that uh, there, <laughs> your phone is already built to help you do that. Um, nobody, nobody took, uh, nobody takes art classes anymore. I get it. But the rule of threes is already built into your phone. It has the grid on the video, unless you have the grid turned off, go into your settings, turn the grid on and see that, that middle section, that middle third, you're, you want to fill at least that middle third. It's just like the, the best analogy is when, <laughs> when, when you walk into a gig and they point at the corner of the room and they say, yeah, that's the stage. And all they did was move a table out of the way. And there's a TV right there and there's a bunch of stuff on the walls and it doesn't lend itself to be a stage perhaps. And you're already disappointed because you're like, Oh, that's just the corner of a room. Okay. And then, and then, the next part is you're playing and someone takes a video of you from the other side of the bar where it looks like that is just some guy playing guitar in the corner of the room. That is what you, you wanted to avoid that your entire career. Mm -hmm. So at home, try to avoid that and think you get to control all of those things that you couldn't control before where yes, Fill, fill, like try it with your body. And no, I understand, yeah, if there's dancing involved and you're doing a half an hour live stream for kids and you have someone else in the house that can competently handle the video, then have them just literally, they can move the tripod back and forth or they can do it handheld. The motion, uh, if your phone is new enough, the uh, motion stabilization is pretty great mm -hmm. just as long as you don't move around too much because somebody out there is going to puke and that's that's just the way it is um that's why we shouldn't do handheld videos but okay so maybe just in general do don't do handheld videos if there's an off chance that you're going to make kids puke <laughs> yeah yeah you don't want to do make it don't make them i mean puke. that's when that's when people find i mean back in the day of home video that's when you find out what motion sickness really was yeah like oh i am motion sick i'm not like there's a there's a strong divide down <laughs> the, the litmus you test wanna, <laughs> you want to avoid that as much as you can but um 
but if, if that's the part of it, that's really important. So that at least the, the camera can pull out for that moment. And then that person can come back in for, to keep you in the frame. Cause you want to be, you want to be all there is. You don't need to worry about the headstock of the guitar being part of the frame. You don't even need to really worry about like anything below the sound hole. You don't like, you just, it, it, you're playing guitar. Everybody knows you're playing guitar. All they need to see is like your hand playing guitar for a second. Mm -hmm. Just the flash of your hand strumming chords is enough to allude that you're playing guitar. And 90% of people don't care what it looks like when you're playing guitar. There's always going to be one person that says, Hey, I can't see your guitar neck. I wish I knew what chord you were playing. Oh man. G that's I'm playing a G it's a G I'm yeah, always, it's just, I play a G that's, there you go. It's a G. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just, and the kids aren't worried about that anyway. They're worried. They want to see your face. They're interacting with your face more than they're interacting with. And also uh, any human uh, from let's say two years old to uh, 150 years old, they understand that you're playing an instrument. Like that's not a, you don't have to worry about that. And if, and if, and if seeing your guitar was the most important part, why didn't you just show the guitar to them? Why well, didn't you just yeah. put if the it was camera angle down? If it was David Gilmore and I'm trying to pick up, you know, the, the, the solo for Comfortably Numb, I want to see the guitar. Yes, I don't want but, to see but, David Gilmore's face ever. Okay, well, you and I can talk about this in person at some point when we can talk about this in person, yes. but that's not what we're talking about today. All right. Uh, and also, I think it's okay. I, I hope it's okay that I contribute to this conversation in the sense that I have these ideas too. Like you can do the Mr. Rogers thing where you move the camera around to where you are. It is okay to break the fourth wall in this production. Yes. To say, oh, hey, you know what? Let's go over here and hey, check this out. And just like you were showing um, a, a friend or a kid who was there with you. Look, this is the piano. Look, this is these are the notes. This is what we're playing. Okay, now I'm going to put my thing. This is why having a stationary tripod that has a fixed location and putting it back up. And it's okay if you just relax and just go through the process of just being in that space with your audience, even yes. though... You aren't. And that's really, that's the connection that we need at this time. And every lesson that you learn now, you get to use when your gig schedule is completely full next year. 100%. Yes. You get a, you get a, like a three headed monster out of these live streams where the first monster is, or the animal, I like to say, cause I like to dominate. I like to dominate when I play music. I like to dominate when I make videos. I'm dominating. The world needs to see my music. That's the attitude you should have. Uh, while being slightly tongue in cheek, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the first monster is you're doing the live stream. You're participating with your audience. You have kids all over the world that are watching the music. Great. The second one is before you publish your live stream on Facebook, there's a little button in the corner on Apple, uh, on the Apple one. I'm not sure if the button's there on Droid, but I think it is Android. Um, Star Wars fan, sorry, they're yeah, they're droids, yeah, not androids. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a button that is kind of hidden that says save, and you hit that, and it saves the video directly to your phone, and then you publish the video. So, or you don't have to publish the video. Either way, 
But if you publish the video, that's good because then people then can watch it in perpetuity until you take it down or leave it up forever. And like me, uh, who is surviving on Venmo and PayPal virtual tip jars, those tips continue for the next week because people don't watch, not everybody watches the live stream mm -hmm. when it's happening, but they watch it an hour later, they watch it a day later. Also, this, this allows your fans to an earlier point, it allows your fans the ability to rewind and go back and watch it again. Like they can watch the live stream a second time and skip around and watch what they want to watch. I mean, some of us, you play a song that you wrote and one person listened to it. Now they get to listen to it five times if they want to. Holy cow. I, I lay awake at night just thinking how awesome that is. <laughs> anyway. Well, so the and with children, with, with children specifically, there are, yeah. and I know this because I have fans who come up to me and they know that one song. And the parents say, I despise you because every time we get in the car, we listen to one song yes. over and over and over because it's our favorite and curse yes. you for writing that one song. And I go, you're welcome. And, yeah, exactly. Because it's not about no, you, parents. It's about those kids. I know. There you go. <laughs> So, and then the, the, the second monster is you have that saved video. So you can take that saved video and publish it to YouTube. So then you have all of that thing you just did is now available to a greater audience. It's also available to your YouTube audience. It's available to non-Facebook people. It's there and it's a second location for it to be. Now, you can take that video, what's fun, and I, I don't video edit. I don't know how to really do that. I know how to do basic things. Like, I'll take that giant one-hour clip, and I'll snip out, like you're saying, move the camera around to different places, or say there's a dead spot, or you said something stupid. Any of those things, which I do all the time. Any of those things, you can then snip those and get it down to a 45-minute video where there's no you dragging the tripod around. There's no, there's none of that. It's, it's this nice tight little thing that, oh, I did this live stream, but now it's even just a tighter, awesome little video that then again, parents can play back a million times. Also, you can take that, uh, that entire live clip and chop it up into individual songs if you want to. Mm -hmm. And then like that song that you've, you haven't recorded and was brand new to that, to the to your live stream you have that video to post as a separate video for then there's just a five minute video and like you said parents only or kids want to hear that one song and so they can go listen to that one song and have it in one spot and put it on repeat and if they want to hear uh, uh let it go that many times oh i'm sure I, i'm i'm so interested <laughs> I'm so interested in your audience because I want to know what the what the love hate relationship is with the movie Frozen because <laughs> I'm sure it's there and uh, uh, I'm I'm so curious about that. That makes me want to go to the internet threads and find that find that out. Anyway, <laughs> your your third monster that you get out of this whole thing is you did the live stream. Now you have, and then the second monster you have the video. The third one is. You just did something and your audience saw something and that like you have that forever if you want. You can also erase it from memory if you want. Like you have a great control on that. Like, mm -hmm. oh, that live stream did not work at all. Oh, but I have that. 
but I have that and I know why it didn't work. That I, I, I try to tell people about their live streams that uh, it's just like anything you've ever done. You probably don't want a video of your first performance like that you did at an open mic. You probably don't want a video of that. You probably don't want to look at it. You probably don't want other people to see it. Just like an author writing their first book and uh, get rid of your first attempt. And, and you're in a world right now where you can. You can just, that, that's gone. Mm -hmm. Or using the second-headed monster, you can pull those two things from it that were really cool and have those and publish those as well. Right. So, but, but, I, but I'll caution you the same thing. Don't wait for perfection. Don't no. pull off on, on this until you know that you get, because we could all go nuts and, and purchase mics for our phones. And if you don't totally. have mixing boards and if you don't have the gear and you're, uh, it's something that I used to be really guilty of, unfortunately, which was I couldn't do it until I had the gear. The gear would fix oh, the problem. I and, am the worst at that. And because I'm, because I, I love gear, you know, yeah. but the truth is, uh, it doesn't matter. People listening to this podcast, if they listen to the first, uh, the 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 third, the first or third podcast, horrible quality and apologizing, saying like, "Well, the good news is you can hear the guest, but you can't really hear me." And then a few later, it's like for some reason everything was really crackly. And but but I didn't go back and not publish those because no. I wanted to because because uh, I knew that I was going to get better mics and figure it out yeah. as I went. And my audience will forgive me. And if they don't, totally. I'll never know because I don't know who listens to it anyway. So it doesn't yes. matter. No. You know? and, and to that same point, uh, if you haven't done a live stream already, like if you're waiting for Uncle Trav to talk about how to live stream, uh, you're like two weeks late. You got to get on this. Your people want to see you and they want to see you as, 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 uh, as basic as possible. They just want to see you. Most people don't know the difference. Like they don't know that like, Oh man, this man, that, <laughs> that microphone he's using sounds really good. No, no, that's like, that's such a small 1% of the 1% that actually care about that kind of stuff. You just need your performance to come across. And so the, the idea of if you haven't streamed already, you should have, because the only way to learn how to do it is to do it. Mm -hmm. You're you're now performing to no one essentially, but to everyone at the same time. Like you don't have eye contact with your audience, which is uh, is a blessing and a curse. Like part of me when I'm doing it realizes, well, I'll just be myself. I don't know if anybody's watching. Just be myself. Who cares? Mm -hmm. And the other part of me is like, uh. I really miss seeing uh, like the back of people's heads as compared to their eye contact and knowing what I'm doing and seeing in real time that you're getting a reaction, mm -hmm. but we're all going to learn how to not worry about that reaction. And by not worrying about that reaction, it's just going to make you a better live performer anyway, because <laughs> you do this for two months, you, you sing to your phone for two months, being in front of people is going to be the greatest experience in the world because you're already going to have a skill set that you didn't have before right. which is uh, which is the 
a combination of lack of awareness and uber awareness <laughs> of what you're doing. Uh, and and, it's fo- and, it, and it forces us all to focus on what we should have been focusing on before, which was not being the, uh, not emoting as an entertainer, but focusing on, we should be focusing on putting on the good performance, focusing on our character, focusing on being relaxed and focusing on playing and singing. When you're in front of a live audience, there's a lot of that goes away. A lot of that you're not even thinking about because you're thinking about, uh, oh man, I'm, I, uh, I, hope, I hope that one kid, hey, I got to get that one kid to pay attention. Why isn't that parent trying to stop that one kid from talking? What's going on here? And you're focusing on all this other stuff. Well, you don't have to for a minute. And, 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 that's, and you do this enough, you get back in front of an audience and there's one person paying attention or one kid that's like totally, totally enamored with the whole thing. And it'll feel so great. Yes. Two more buckets that I want to jump into with you. One mm-hmm. of them is on the first live stream that I saw you do, where you put up a tip bucket, the virtual tip bucket. Yes. Uh, it was backwards. Yes, because of the stupid selfie camera reversal problem with Facebook. All right, fix that for us. What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> Well, as I mentioned before, you should be using the forward-facing cam and not the selfie cam, which means it'll be fixed automatically. Okay. Um, the second uh, thing you have to do, say you want to look at your screen, no problem, um, uh, is when, you, when you're starting the live stream, you haven't started it yet, you've just opened up, you've pressed go live, and you're looking at, you're putting in your, uh, your, uh, your description of the video, which is a good place to put your Venmo and PayPal addresses as well, because then at least everybody can see them. Um, when you're in there, there's a little magic wand in the corner. I think it's a little magic wand that you press that button and it brings up uh, some stupid effects that you can use. And they're not stupid. I don't mean stupid as in you shouldn't use them because I'll definitely be using some of them soon. And it's fun to have little balloon outlines or whatever they are. Uh, actually, that'd be really fun. Never mind, they're not stupid, I love them. <laughs> um, so uh, <laughs> I learned something today. There we go. Uh, so then uh, uh, there, you, use those, you use that little magic wand, there's a little, uh, one of the little edit functions allows you to flip the image uh, and allows you to either flip it uh, vertically so that you're upside down and reversed. <laughs> I don't understand why that one exists um, yet. I'll figure out a way. But then there's one that allows you to flip the image the correct way and make sure to hit that button before you go live. The other, the other side of that, having watched a thousand of these videos now, is the reversal thing does not matter. It is not a concern it's only the concern for the distracted trolls that are inevitably going to make a, their own joke about how they didn't know you were left-handed. Oh, I didn't know you were left-handed. Hey, mm-hmm. that's great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is just the way it is. And not everybody knows how to do that. Uh, also, the Android devices, I don't think, have that function. Mm-hmm. As we found out from other Android users, people using Androids, I don't know if it has that function for a reversal. But the easy fix is just to not point it at yourself. The other thing you can do as far as, oh, I forgot this one. If you don't have the second screen to look at to follow your things, which seems ridiculous because I think everybody has a laptop. Uh, 
I think it's required now for everyone to have a laptop. Um, if you don't have that, the other thing I thought of, but I'm alone in my house, so I don't have someone else to do this. Um, but there's the idea of having a kind of a co-host that maybe they're on the other side of the screen that you can't see, but they can see it. And they are making note of what people are saying and literally could be writing it on a piece of paper or just watching it as it goes by and they can participate. And because they're right there with your phone, their voice will be the same as yours. Just don't have them on the other side of the room where you can't really hear what they're saying, mm -hmm. but have a bit of a off screen co-host that is feeding you questions and, uh, and compliments and whatnot and shout outs so that the stuff you missed while you were playing, you don't have to scroll back and find this person has already done it. Like requests. And, like if somebody's yeah, like like, a, a kid puts in a request and it's like, oh yeah. Oh, it looks like, hey, Judy from Butte wants to do this, uh, wants me to sing, you know, blah. Okay, here yeah. we go. You know. Totally. Having a little co-host, make a little show out of it, make a little uh I, I, I hearken back to uh as some people would say, I went to 30 Rock University. I love NBC talk shows. I love late night shows. Uh, it's, it's 35 years of my life watching late night TV, which is this, the it's, it's curious. What was Ed McMahon's actual purpose? What is, and today what's Steve Higgins actual purpose with Fallon? What is their actual job? And, but they have their own mic and, and a camera on mm -hmm. them to where, Oh, there's a little back and forth. That's fun. They even talk to the band leader sometimes like yeah, Doc Severinsen to mm -hmm. Questlove talk to the band leader, but it's nice to have the, the, the sidekick, the co-host, the assistant, the, uh, I, I don't know, whatever word you need to use with your house, uh, whoever is living in your house with you, that makes them feel like not only is it helping you, but it's fun for me too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and some people are really good at it. And some people, I'm sure somebody out there is looking at me and saying, I do not. And actually this is me projecting. I do not want someone to help me with this. And mm -hmm. I definitely don't want that person to help me with this. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But, um, it's, a, it's another little trick to do that. Um, I've seen a lot, uh, I've seen a few, um, performers, children's performers use their kids yes. as part of the thing yes. too. Where it's like, hey, and and again, in this genre, the idea of making it a family activity, yes, relaxing into it, getting down on the carpet, at I, you know, putting that you were saying about the couch thing. It's like, just get the camera above your head, just six inches, just so that you're kind of looking up, kind of like you're yeah. a kid looking up at you. Holy. That perspective is really, it's it's a good visual. But then you yes. can get on the carpet. You can sit on the floor just totally. like you would if you were doing a library gig, just like you would do if you were doing the the one-on-one -on -one work or anything like that. Yes. Obviously, like your house is is a is a stage. It's, it's, it's a st it's a set piece as it is. This is a we have time. This is great time to be organizing your house, getting rid of stuff, simplifying your living, but also making it look like making it look like a cool backdrop. So like me, I'm going to, I'm going to do a set. I'm going to do a live set from every room in my house. Eventually, mm -hmm. like I'll do a kitchen set. 
I'll do it. Now me, uh, the, the location will have nothing to do with the material, but the kids music area, come on. If your bathroom looks cool and you got, you, you have songs about taking a bath. I'm not saying get in the bath. I'm saying sit on the edge of the tub and you have, it looks like a bath. It, it looks like it's close enough to their bathroom to allude to, Oh, here I am. And right. You're helping out parents. You sing a song about bath time. You might as well have you singing the song about bath time sitting on your bathtub so that they can watch this video while they're taking a bath. It's amazing. It's perfect. A bedtime song. Cuddle up in your bed with, with just your head showing. Come on. I love it's like do a, a kitchen cooking song. Been doing this forever. You and should this be doing is, this. You should be doing well, this. <laughs> See, this is, after this, it's suddenly like, I won't get any more gigs because suddenly Travis Yost sucks all the air out of the room and he's like, <laughs> this new kids musician, I'm, he's turning it over. I'd be like, ah, oh, curse no, you. I break no. pencils. <laughs> no, unfortunately with me, there are words that come out of my mouth that are not appropriate for kids and they just come out every once in a while. I can't believe I've lasted this long without saying something that is ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, you have your set piece already, and you have, and and a lot of kids singers have kids. Yeah, that's your, that's the perfect co-host. It's a perfect opportunity. It's Sesame Street is obviously the greatest example. There are more kids on the cast than there are adults. Yeah, and they're, they're like, and actually, at times, there's more kids than there even is Muppets and adults. Like, there's like that's like really important. Come on. Uh, uh, Cookie Monster sitting at the counter or the table with one kid just going back and forth. That's the, that's amazing. Oh yeah. It's amazing. So yeah. Okay. The, and, and, and the, and the idea that you can go into your backyard, you can go to the park. Um, I'm trying to, th I'm, I'm only listing the things that I think we're allowed to do for a minute. Uh, <laughs> and you can sing a song in your car. Uh, you can do, I'm going to do a whole series of videos from my Volkswagen bus. And not only because that'll be fun and it'll be a new location, but also your car with your phone mic sounds pretty good because yeah. it's already a nice and close That's a space. studio. That's a confined yeah. studio space right there. You use Venmo and PayPal when it comes to trying to monetize this. That's a little bit tricky when you get to kids who are the consumer of it because they should not have, they won't have payment access, that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. But how's it going for you as far as the PayPal Venmo, which is easier for you, um, which is, which, which do people gravitate towards? Which would you suggest? How would you suggest setting um, it up? Oh, I love it. Um, so, so some real inside baseball, uh, I've had this discussion with multiple people and when we were setting up our sequester fest, the 12 hour festival, the, people looked at it like, Oh yeah, I, I think I have a PayPal address. And <laughs> be like, yes, you need PayPal. PayPal's good, but you should also use Venmo. And people who say, I think I have a PayPal address then also say they don't know what Venmo is. They have no idea what Venmo is. Explain it to people really quick. Okay. Venmo, this is a way it's just PayPal, but even simpler, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I looked at the numbers over the last couple. I've done my own live streams and I've done some other live streams with uh, another singer songwriter together, which we're going to stop doing for a while because uh, he doesn't, uh, we don't need to be coming over and doing that again. And plus in order to make the frame look really nice, we're closer than six feet. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I looked at the numbers really hard because people were like, well, I don't want to do both of them. 
which one works better and or do I have to have a Venmo address by volume of tips not not cash value in the end but by volume the number of people that uh, tipped Venmo is about 75% oh. and the other 25% is PayPal now that led some people down the path of oh, I'll just use Venmo then well the difference is I, I the Venmo even though it was more people it's less money per person and it, it kind of ranges between two dollars and twenty dollars on Venmo mm -hmm. and then PayPal the people who use PayPal while it was only 25% of the people the cash values were way larger mm -hmm. and they and they can be not to sound I don't want anybody to think that I'm doing well but uh, those those values could be between 20 and 50 bucks depending on whoever because people use those two technologies differently where PayPal like in my life pretty much everything every bill I have is set up to go through PayPal mm -hmm. and I did that because it then when I have to change when I get my new uh, debit card and I have to change every uh, subscription or whatever I have I don't have to go to every single one of those I just have to go to PayPal and change that well, there's a lot of people who live like that and have a PayPal address it's pretty ubiqu ubiquitous these days and so those people go to PayPal and oh oh uh, I'm donating money to my friend who I know is having a hard time and is has taken to busking on the internet so I'm gonna give him some money and those donations have been extremely good on that end. And then the Venmo thing, there's a huge section of the population that uses Venmo on a daily basis. And I didn't really know this until like a year ago where someone at a gig said, I don't have any cash, but do you have a Venmo address? And I was like, uh, I don't know. Give me a second. And I set up my Venmo address at that moment and, uh, and got it all set up and then, Oh, 10 bucks. Thank you. Holy cow. That, that person probably would not have put $10 into the tip jar, but was willing to Venmo me that money. And maybe it's because some, there's a, there's probably some psychological thing that says money on the internet is not as, uh, the perceived value is not as much as cash in hand. Right. There's probably something like that, but um, it's easier for people and, and whatnot. And then I found out, oh, people use Venmo like when they're out to dinner with friends. One person covers the check, and that person sends everybody at the table their Venmo uh, total of, oh, you owe this much, you owe this much, you owe this much. And and I, there's like there's again millions of people are doing this. I didn't, I've never used this. I don't know how to do this. Then I put Venmo on my actual physical tip jar. I put my Venmo address in the corner. Mm -hmm. And uh, while maybe it's a couple hundred bucks last year, but it was a couple hundred bucks that was like, uh, that was worth it. And all I did was print it off my computer and put it in the tip box. Wow. Okay. That's just another way. Because there's a lot of people like myself. I don't carry cash. So mm -hmm. I get, I get that. So yeah, the Venmo PayPal thing. Oh yeah. We were talking to, that's what we were talking about was the PayPal. So then I printed them off and made them really big on a piece of paper. And I put them on uh, a music stand behind my head, not behind, but uh, to the side of my head that had that information that people could see. And because the image was reversed on my first one, 
I get it. People were struggling to figure out what it said. Well, I think more people were making jokes than they were actually struggling. Mm-hmm. It was just like, it was more of the reversal jokes than it was actual confusion. Right. Because for God's sakes, it's my name. <laughs> you can figure out what my name is. You're watching like, me sing. You should know who yeah. I am. And if you don't, no, well, a- you should figure out who I am. Yeah, there's a reason that you know I made sure to get my Gmail address to be my name and my and my <laughs> and my my Venmo address is not some silly name. It's my name. That's like, like it, first of all, more and more people are going to be using Venmo now. Get on Venmo now to get your to, to get, get your name like a name that suits you. Yeah, <laughs> try to get something without dashes in it. Try to get your name with no dashes or uh, underscores or whatever. Try to get just your name, something or just some fun word that people will remember. So okay, so, so I'm going to go out. I'm, I don't have a Venmo account, but I'm going to go open up one right now, yeah. and I'm going to put uh, something like um, Trump re-election will be my. <laughs> <laughs> it will be my Venmo no, And I'll no. just leave it there. And hopefully some someone will come across it. And it's like, oh, I'm going to give money to this. Oh, no, that's, no, isn't that oh, how, that's is that how good. it works? <laughs> oh, that's isn't a it? great that's a great scam. I was hoping because I, I was like thinking that. like I should have done yours. I could have gotten your name. Oh, yes. that's it. That's it. Oh, it'd be so funny. I could go and get oh, uh, yeah. um, uh, Garth Brooks. <laughs> 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 just put signs yes. up outside. Hey, you want to give Garth an extra tip? Oh my God. Oh, that boy. is the best. I just, no, I, the I thought, great. I thought about, I thought about getting, uh, because I was printing it on the piece of paper and I wasn't sure if people could read it. And it's, it's Travis P as in Patrick Yost. And I was like, what if somebody thinks that that P is a D? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go start the Venmo account for Travis D. Yost right have now. To. Right. So just in case they accidentally go to that one, uh, then at least I then it, it, it that one also <laughs> pops up. It's just like having this is the reason I have like uh, 22 uh, website uh, domain names reserved. Oh yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I don't know which one they're going to look at. Are they going to look at? I have I have too many like self. Uh, given nicknames slash band names slash project names to where oh man I just need to own them all yeah so they all point the, back at they where, all point where the they same go. direction yes. all the uh, the dot biz and the dot com and the dot org <laughs> yes. and the you know dot uh, you know gm someone out yes. there someone out there owns travisyost.net and I don't know why and I want to find him no I don't I don't want it <laughs> I have dot com I have dot I win I have dot you have com. com of course yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that about wraps it up. I can't think of anything else. We went through it. some of the big buckets that we talked about. First off, make your setup clean and easy. Clean and easy. Don't wait for the technology to get online and get doing this. Don't wait. Don't wait. Clean up your, make your bed. <laughs> you clean your house. <laughs> <laughs> but use what you have sonically to get a better sound. Fill yeah. the frame and put it above you a little bit. Yes. Test it before you get out there and do it. I mean, some of this stuff sounds basic, but it's also these things that build your confidence level that you're like, oh, you know what? I thought about that. Oh, I thought about that. Oop, I thought about that. And yes. put it together. Don't be afraid to break the fourth wall by letting people know no. what you're doing. You're not trying to be Hollywood here. You're just trying no. to do this thing in real trying time to be real. with real people. Yes. 
No, uh, uh, my one recommendation uh, before everybody goes out and buys gear, because we're all going to do it, right? We're all, we already, I mean, you and I already did, and uh, it's, it's hilarious, the, the gear buying thing. There are, there are two recommendations. Yes, get yourself, uh, get yourself the tripod, and you know what? Joby, J-O-B-Y, Gorillapod, we all know what they are, we've seen them. Um, don't get the tiny one. Don't get the little five inch one. Just spring for the one that's 12 inches so mm-hmm. that you have the option and you can strap it to anywhere. And yeah, there's a 50 or a $60 option from them. You don't have to get that one. You just have to get the $30, $40 one or whatever it is. I know that's a lot of money, but you're going to use it forever for everything. Anyway, mm-hmm. that one. And then the, um, the, if you do want to dive into a microphone, without having a big setup. Um, and I mentioned it in the other video uh, that I did, but um, it's a company Apogee makes, uh, I, the current one is, it's the Apogee mic, M, lowercase i, C, and it is, it's, it plugs directly into your lightning port or your whatever the Android port is, mini, mini USB. Um, and it's an awesome, really good condenser mic and it has the current version has a headphone out so you can monitor it where you don't have to wear the headphones while you're performing but you can monitor it to see what it sounds like and move the mic around Mm -hmm. that one that one is perfect for any of that and it's a decent mic and also later um when uh you've done your live streaming and you're just sitting around and it turns out you have this really good mic that plugs into your phone. You can record a whole album in GarageBand if you want, or whatever the Android version is. You can record a whole album, or you can just use it to make normal videos, or you can use it to make demos for your bandmates. You can do it. You can do it to make notes uh, about when, whenever you have an idea for a song and you just make your voice memo. You can use this better mic so that when you go back to listen to it. It's not displeasing to your ear to hear what you just did, especially when you're like, oh, I have this awesome riff. And a month later, you don't not only don't remember it or how to play it, but now you got to listen to this voice memo 10 times in a row. Uh, might as well sound a little better. Uh, the other one is that's cheaper is uh, that makes all the world a difference is Rode, R-O-D-E. It's the Video Mic L. Video Mic L. Uh, L as in. Uh, lots of quality. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, the video mic L. It it has um, it comes in two versions. It comes in the uh, uh, tip ring ring sleeve input, but it also comes in a lightning one. And it just plugs right into your phone and is connects to your phone like mounts to your phone, and it points right at you to where. And it also has a little headphone out on the back, so you can monitor it if you want. But it it automatically makes your audio 10 times better, a hundred times better to where when you're just having the phone balanced up against the the tower of books on your table, this mic is, is not only improving your sound, but really giving you a, a nice slick edge mm-hmm. to the whole thing. So those are the only, don't go and buy a ton of gear. Come on. You got the phone. We all have them, but these two pieces, those two mics are like so uh, amazing as far as, and you'll use them, you'll use them past live streaming. You'll use them for everything else. You know, and what happens is later when you have gigs, you can start live streaming your gigs and you've already have the 
audience and the technology and stuff set up. Put a microphone stand up on stage with you just over there. So it kind of gets the whole band nice little, uh, you know, landscape there. Put the mic on there and share that with your fans. Yes. Cool that? And I'm sure, easy I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of your listeners have these, but what a, what a great promo reel. If you took, oh, oh, this is going to be great. I want somebody to make this video and I'm going to wait patiently for, to watch it, but I'm not very patient. So, and, but take your, uh, take your new little microphone and your, your phone and put it off stage or in the, you know, backstage, or if you have somebody with you that can run it, record like you're doing library shows, talk about library shows, doing library shows, film 10 of them and have, and take, oh, this is going to be great. Take those, those 10 performances and find a song you do every time and edit that song together using the straight audio and straight video and, tr and, you know, it's going to take some effort, but take that song and edit it together so that you have the one full version of the song, but in 10 locations where it just switches from location to location, to location, to location, which then when you send that video to a library saying, I want to play your library and don't worry, I've played libraries before. It's not like I'm clueless about this. It's not like, I'm, <laughs> Oh, you and your library gigs. No library gigs are awesome. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, you people in your library gigs. No, uh, the, uh, the idea of this video that's just cool that shows you playing in 10 libraries when you're trying to book a library gig, come on. Yeah. You're going to book 10 more of them. Yeah. And all you had to do was spend 60 bucks on a microphone and prop it up in the corner. Oh, that's the best. That is cool. That is and if you best. want to, you could go a step further. And if it's a single that you've recorded, just put that track over, put the audio track over that video. Totally. And so then you've got your studio quality song over the live action of all these kids and editing them together. Yep. And that's stop making sense. You know, that's, that's a cool thing, you know? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. All right. Travis Yost, is there a song that you'd like to share with the crowd today? Uh, yes. No, there's a great song off the, it's it, on, on my album. Uh, it's not, I'm sorry. I said, it's a great song. That's not, it's, it's a, a song, song I really like. Legendary album. <laughs> So I have an album. I have an album. Uh, my last album is called No Excuses, which if you didn't get it through this last hour of talking, no one should have any excuses for anything. Uh, my, my album is called No Excuses. Uh, and it's Love is a Dog from Nebraska is the band name, even though it's just me. Everything's so complicated. Love is a Dog from Nebraska. The song is um, uh, Then There's Now is a good example of what I do. And so I drive right past this old house two dogs in the yard two names on a car just drive past i miss that place it's too small for us both we had a big plan we're taking a stand miss that place There's now, now there's times where I'm mad, then there's times where you're sad, but then there's now, but then there's now, now there's times where I'm sad, then there's times when you're mad. 
there's now Things got rough It was all just a joke It's just you and me Climbing that tree Things got rough Then things got hard It got harder to see We just lost sight I'm starting a fight Things got hard Now, now there's times where I'm mad Then there's times when you're sad But then there's now But then there's now Now there's times where I'm sad Then there's times when you're mad But then there's now go and get away from this place I can't believe that I gotta leave just gotta go Yeah, it is. That's a legendary song. It's pretty good. Actually, yeah, I, I like that one. I like it. Yeah, no, I know. I like I, that one turned out okay. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like, and that's the best I can give anything that I do by myself. That one, um, I like listening to it because I don't mind my vocal on it. And um, I like the weird production stuff that happened. Yeah. Where I was just screwing around and like, oh, wouldn't that be funny? Which is how maybe that's why my career is where it is uh good or bad is i spend a lot of time thinking like oh that'd be funny and then i work for a day on it and then i listen to it and i go yeah that's pretty funny okay i'll take that like i'm not <laughs> i don't know how to write a hit <laughs> uh you have a podcast called uh jamie and travis present <laughs> Yes. Uh, which is one of my favorite podcasts i listen to i think i've listened to abs actually every single one of them um, awesome. and, uh, you were a great inspiration for helping me, uh, get my podcast going. Cause I could listen to you and I was like, well, if, well, if they can do it, I can do it. And, yes. uh, and, uh, yeah, thanks for your advice today. I found it, I found it very, very helpful. I knew that you were the go-to guy on this to like, get it out and get it going. So 
Bunch just want I just want everyone I just want everyone to feel inspired to do this. Like we should all be doing this. And uh, and who knows where we are not only in two months, but who knows where we are in ten years mm-hmm. where like oh it turns out that whole live streaming thing was how it should be. And and like I I dream of the day where I, I sit in my in my home on a hologram like projector stage that is just projected to a venue and they've all installed these hologram projectors mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just book your gigs the same way. Okay. This one's going out to this place and this one's going out to this place. You never know what's going to happen. Like, and, and we don't know how long this is going to last either. So that's really important. All right. Thanks friend. We'll be talking soon. Yes. All right then. See you brother. Special thanks to Travis Yost for coming on the Barn Banter Podcast and talking to me about how to set up live streaming. I think it's pretty cool. I still don't know if I'm going to do it or not, but I'm contemplating it. Okay, so this was kind of a special edition. I wanted to slip this one in just uh, kind of a, a, on an off day to uh, to maybe help out if anybody was having any questions. It was a nice long conversation, but what the heck, you know, I like the long form. Okay, gang, you want to be on the podcast? Drop me an email. Go over to cowboyandy.com. Like it, share it, love it, blah, blah, blah. Be well, be safe, be cool, and uh, be online. I want to see some of these live streaming events uh, take off and inspire me to get over my fear of of doing them. All right, well then, until next time, blah, blah, blah. Don't forget, you are the folks out there who are helping the little ones get through this. So be yourself, be bright, shine, talk, listen, love, and keep going. We'll get through this together. Boy or girl